When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard Show.com brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My special stripe. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. This is why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is, is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding, uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800-770-7008. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured. Brad, Sean, Bryant. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had comedian Mike E. Winfield in studio, talking about pimping and swag, and in other words, his upcoming movie, next on the Best of... Oh, listen to you. I, I, got, I got down and get funky. Well, Remember you can't that? help it. Look at his jacket. That, that and jacket this album good. cover matches it. You walk around yeah. with pure funk. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It does. Do you want to get down? Honest to God. I love that jacket. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mikey Winfield with us, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, in the building. What a... 
what a feeling of joy in this room. I can <laughs> oh, there's any feel, question about yeah. You know, there's some people that come through town I've never met. Because really? I don't go in to do the morning show. No, nah. So I've never met them. I was like, okay. Yeah, we got history. You and I got history. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly right. plenty of it. It's right. a good thing. Right. It's absolutely a good thing. Do, do, do any white guys go, hey, where'd you get that jacket? I want to get one. Nah. They don't. <laughs> that <laughs> never happens. Small. They just come and try to touch my sleeves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can see that happen. That's a great jacket, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, the world deserves a show. Yeah, you know, and and that's what they click and they they chime in for, and that's why like this specific episode becomes the highest viewed episode ever because people are tuning in for a show. I like it. I just want to know what couch he killed to get that jacket. (laughs) You want a gold couch? Man, not uh, not me, but. It's Levin. It's Levin. Right. I've had some friends who had gold couches. Mm. Did they have the plastic cover on them? Of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> they never take the plastic cover off their couches like that. I think that's hilarious. My Your mother neighbors. had that, too. She had the plastic on the furniture? Mm-hmm. That was never safe. Like no. when they had that on, yeah. Because no. you either stuck to it or you slid yep. off of it. One of the two. Right. You have poo butt one time. Is that why she put it on? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> well, it did happen, but it wasn't me. I, I like that. That's nice. That's really nice. But no, you're you're working a lot. You're doing a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I'm a busy dude this time of year. And the way comedy works, you could be very hot and then cold the next minute, you know. And first half of the year, it was eh, eh. Really? And now, yeah, I was just chilling, you know, trying to decide if it's going to be, you know, the crossroads of comedy world, drugs, or sex, you know. And <laughs> Big decisions. Yeah, you know, and then things changed a little. And now, um, yeah, I got a couple, no, like three movies in the process Phenomenal. of being released. One is November 9th. It's called Pimp with the rapper DMX Pimp. and Kiki Palmer. It's about lesbian pimping. Pretty uh, dark <laughs> subject. Uh, and this is a comedy? Nah, not at all. It's comedy. a drama. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a real deal. And, um, lesbian pimping. It's heavy. It's heavy. It has a I lot of emotions yeah. in it. A lot of people aren't happy about the subject matter just being made in general. You know? Why? You know, people see that and they're like, oh, why do we need another black movie being portrayed like this? You know, and, you know, I mean, I look at it as stories need to be told. This is a brand new story that I have never seen. And it's like, why not? It's art. In the end, that's what all of this is. It's a form of art. And you can watch it or not. Or not. You know, you nobody's forcing you to watch it. Right. Like, right. I didn't go see Superfly because I loved the original Superfly so much. Right. And I don't, did anybody see it? Did you see the, mm-hmm. anybody see the new Superfly? No, I didn't. My favorite line, because Ron O'Neill played Superfly in the original. Right. And Ron O'Neill was kind of a light skin, right? So he gets in an argument with some drug dealer. And the guy goes, you white looking mother effer. <laughs> I will never be. It was phenomenal. What's great is that I didn't see Superfly before I saw Menace to Society. And there's oh, yeah, a reference yeah. yep. to Ron O'Neill in the movie in one of the opening scenes. Like, what you think? You Ron O'Neill? <laughs> and I was like, who is Ron O'Neill? Yeah, Ron O'Neill. <laughs> one of the greatest things about the original Superfly is he tr- pulls up in an El Dorado Cadillac. And it's got those fan fan looking things over the headlights you know those circle things with the little line <laughs> he pulls up and he stops and the 
car door opens and you get you can just see it from like the middle of the car door down you can't see anything above that at all middle of the car door down he opens the car door steps out a guy got platforms yep. that high. i love it i love it <laughs> it was yeah. like seven inch platforms so man so so is this a time piece is it like back in the 70s back in the 80s no it does time back to it, it flashes back about 20 years, but that just shows the history of how the the, the, the film's being presented. And then it's uh, present day, and uh, Kiki Palmer's the star of this, and it's a role that people don't know her for. They know her for, like, Aquila and the Bee and yeah, a lot yeah. of Disney stuff. So yeah. when you see her with dreadlocks and, you know, muscles, you know, she showed that, you know, she's diverse in this acting game. That's a good thing. Yeah. Did they tell you to bring your jacket when they signed you up for the movie? <laughs> yeah, they wanted. To, yeah, they just wanted me to have it in the dressing room. Look, it's a pimp movie. Bring your gold jacket. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm only the friend. I'm just like this. I'm like her homeboy in the movie. And oh, yeah. I, okay. Right. And my role is amazing. It's just I'm present. I'm in it. I got feelings and views, and it's like how people haven't seen me. Like people haven't seen me at all, but they know me no, from I comedy. Suppose, yeah. You know, they know me from stand up. So when they see this, they're like, oh, okay. When's it coming out? November 9th. Oh, just two weeks? It's coming soon. One week from today, excuse me. Yeah, and it it says selected cities for theaters. (laughs) So that's one thing. (laughs) But it also says on demand. So that means everyone can watch it. Oh, it's going to be on demand too? Yeah. I kind of prefer that now to tell you the truth. Because going to Andy and I went and saw, what did we see? Jumanji? Yeah. Went and saw it down in Florida. Nobody would shut up the whole movie. They're Mm. on their phone, so it's all these bright lights and everybody's talking. It's like, man. So I'd just rather watch it at home anyway. It's killing the experience. That's why my family and I, my family, we go to drive ins. I love driving. We have the drive in movies, so we sit in there, you know, and uh, do it our own way. I think we have one of those left here. Yeah, there's one left. Exactly. They need like to be restored. Right. It's like an it? Yeah, it's not near it's anything. South. It's south. Well, the maple, yeah. the maple leaf's still open or whatever that thing's called over in uh, St. Paul, right? Over there. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it's like on, highway like six, half hour. on Highway 61. I think there still is one left. But I used to love going to the drive-in. Well, yeah, as of 2016, there were six. One is in Long Prairie. Yeah, well, that's the one still there. Uh, Litchfield. Warren, wherever that is. Warren. Laverne, wherever that is. Down south. Uh, Lake Elmo and Elko. So the one over in St. Paul's not there anymore. That's too bad. not. And for all we know, these are all gone too. This was two years ago. One of my favorite things about going to drive-in, my my buddy Tommy, we would go to the drive-in all the time. Back when we were like in our 20s. Yeah. And we would go um, to the drive-in. And just before the movie started, Tommy would break out his treasure chest of like reefer. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Like, Here, look. And he was like that deep and that wide. There's an article from this June. Oh, only three fun. left. What? Lake Elmo, Litchfield, and. Long Prairie. Uh, Brainerd. Oh, late. They rebuilt Long Prairie, so it's probably being rebuilt because it got hit by a tornado. Uh, so, yeah, there's only three of them left now. So, uh, well, it'd be go. four. But Long Prairie opened again. Mm-hmm. That's where I was born. Has anyone studied the origin of uh, marijuana names like reefer? The like ninety-seven different like uh, slang terms for it. Yeah. yeah, like what is like reefer derived from? It's a good question. Oh, that is a good question. Where did how how did you end up calling cannabis reefer? Yeah, that's a good question. It comes from Spanish 
Uh, grifo, which means someone who smokes weed. Grifo? <laughs> grifo, reefer. That makes sense because... Reefo? Repo? Is that big part too? Repo is a big part of that. You remember the, the big band? Not, well, not the big band, but the black bands that would go around the country. You mean like Parliament Funkadelic? No, not <coughs> before that. Like Count Basie Orchestra. And oh, like, like that. that. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They would talk about Rifa all the time. Oh, and that's yeah. because they had Spanish members in their yeah, bands. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. I, man, that, that must have been. I wish, you know, I, obviously I'd be dead now, so I don't wish I was that age, but going to see those bands at nightclubs must have been unbelievable. Like Count Basie at the Copacabana in New York. That must have been unbelievable mm-hmm. seeing that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's all dressed to the nines and all the rest of it. Well, you yeah. know who was in his orchestra for a little bit was Quincy Jones. Yeah, Quincy Jones was. Yeah, that's right. It's really funny because I broke out the Thriller album because of Halloween on Wednesday. Man, that album is good. It's got every song in that album is a hit. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. It's unbelievable. But it's really funny because you can tell Quincy Jones produced the whole thing because everything's like do 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 do. He just repeats the beat. I mean, it's he had it's a style. Really, he had a style. Yeah, he had a style. Yeah, exactly, right. a style. That's exactly. And then right. a combo like Michael Jackson. What the greatest entertainer of the century? There's only one creepy thing about about that album. And he's doing The Girl Is Mine with Paul McCartney. You know that song? Yeah. Well, at one point, Michael says, and the way he says it is the problem. Michael says to Paul McCartney, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> that, that was creepy? I was. Just the yeah. way he said because he was, I'm a lover. I'm like, God. <laughs> it was his delivery. Yeah, it, it was, was his, his delivery. delivery. Yeah, okay. One what he said is how he okay. delivered. <laughs> but I tell you what, man. I, did you ever see This Is It, the, the, the last Yes, special? I did. Right. That guy was amazing. I could not have worked with him. Yeah. Because you go, wait, 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 wait. Let the, we, I don't want to do it that way. You right. had to do exactly what he told you. You know, he, when he died, he was $500 million in debt. Mm, I've heard million. he was in debt. I didn't know that much. Now, I'll tell you another thing. You know how much he made last year? Just last year. How much? $400 million. Wow. Hmm. So he paid all his debts off. That's, oh, well, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. a good thing. You're talking about last year. That's just last a random year. year. He died yeah, like he died. nine or ten years yeah. ago, right? So he did. just yep. randomly last year. Oh, he's got a Halloween special out now, Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's a, okay. it's a okay. car, uh, I, uh, what the hell would you call it again? Like animated. A, yeah, animated. I saw that. Yeah, it came out last year. So that's oh, what, did I'm it? Wonder, yeah, I'm wondering if that's where he got a big chunk. Cause, yeah, and it, his albums sell, they still sell huge. I didn't care for that special, though. No, it wasn't that good. No. It didn't really have much Michael in it. It was kind of like that kind of, not really claymation, but it had that kind, kind of. of but the guy who played Michael Jackson wasn't all that good. That was a problem. Michael yeah. was a one of a kind. He just oh, yeah. was. Yeah. But he, uh, I never got to meet. I, he was booked to be on the show. <laughs> I love this story. Well, like, this is a true story. We have Michael Jackson booked to be on the morning show. And then <laughs> That's he, huge. At the, yeah, <laughs> except the, at the last minute, he decided he didn't want to do it, right? Mm. So what we did is we had, we had a guy on the show called The Chucker. So we found a guy named Michael Jackson in Chicago and interviewed him. And the greatest thing about ah, the great. Michael Jackson we interviewed was, so, man, it must have been unbelievable. The Chucker interview goes, must be amazing uh, having all that money from your album sales. And the guy in Chicago goes, I told you, man, I ain't got any money. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, phenomenal. That's great. That was one of the greatest People things. People always talking time. about the money all the time. talking about the money all the time. I told I like you I don't jazz. have any money. I, I like jazz myself. I don't, I don't like that R&B. I, I like think jazz. I told you. I'm a lover, not a fighter. 
Have you ever had a fighter? It's like when he does that. It's like, oh, that's great. I'm creepy. a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> that is yeah. a great song, though. The harmony on that song is amazing. That was believable, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that he wasn't a fighter. Yeah, that's. No, I don't think he was a very good fighter. Yeah, that's probably true. Although it was hard to believe that uh, Paul McCartney and Michael were fighting over the same yeah. girl. Yeah, you know, that is kind of right. weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I suppose that's probably true. But yeah, you think about it because he he got his ass whipped constantly by his dad. You would mm-hmm. think he would have you know grown a little bit of a hard shell and become a tough guy, but he went the exact opposite way and just said, yeah. "I don't want to mess with any of it." He was probably a remarkable lover, though. What do you think? Michael Jackson probably like I try not to <laughs> like no no let's really let's really dig into this you know I think Michael Jackson probably like had candles burning and yeah that's true Very he romantic. sang he could sing you know he was singing while he's having sex with you um, yeah imagine that like that was probably <laughs> such an amazing experience that's you're right right but you don't hear any woman talk about you know, all right, I want to finally tell you about the That's time true. I was with Michael Jackson one-on-one. So yeah. did it ever happen? That's scary. I don't know. Wow. I like, have no idea. People aren't that quiet. People come no, back no, and right. they want to sell no, a right. book. Yeah. They yep. want to tell a story. That's so there's not true. one story of this woman. And she's like, I don't know, what, 70 now or something? And she's like, yeah, you know, me and Michael. <laughs> we this hooked happened. up. It was unbelievable. Yeah. No question about it. Please. We children, so yes. something happened uh-huh. somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the problem yeah. is they're whiter maybe. than I am. So that's the that's that's major true. problem. That's true. You, yeah. didn't get, you, you didn't get any tone at all. Nothing you get, came out of it and no tone at all. That took a lot of, like, let's just say it wasn't his DNA. That means that took a lot of, like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to this uh, factory and find someone who has... (laughs) The baby factory. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. But, you know, but what it drove me to, I I got the Thriller album out just because it was Halloween. Then, of course, I followed that up with Marvin, Marvin Gaye's Essential album. And then I just keep on, I keep on going now. It's just yeah. I grew up on R and B. I love R and B. Yeah, cultural yeah. appropriation. That's what they call it. Now. Oh, got it. Yeah, <laughs> got <laughs> he goes, oh, you got it. <laughs> that white guy in Minneapolis stealing our by listening to our music. <laughs> but it's it's phenomenal music, and I do miss it. Um, you know, rap has kind of taken that whole position over. It has, but there's still R and B that exists, and yeah, I it think does. yeah, it does. Today's R and B is like some some real edgy tunes. You know, yeah. there's some guys that are saying some things and but i don't know if that connects even with the youth and the younger r&b artists yeah, I don't, probably not they're just listening to you know probably not well, all right the, who well, wants to love music when you like like we used to i remember yeah, liking yeah, r&b yeah. i would switch Absolutely. to a lauren hill album and like oh yep. man i feel different now but mm-hmm. i don't know joe joe was a great singer yeah there was a lot of it good we'll take a break be right back a couple minutes tom bernard show best of the tom bernard podcast that was Mikey Winfield on the best of. Coming up next, we have Big J Okerson and Josh Adam Myers talking about PC culture, everyone's favorite topic. Next on the best of you But if you That's very good. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. 
Big J, Josh in studio. They will be at Rick Bronson's House Comedy, which is owned by Shy. Now, didn't you buy it? <coughs> Stock. <laughs> Controlling interest. Controlling interest. Uh, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night as well. We're just talking about odd things, which is exactly the business. It's just how it is. Just It's all very, very odd. You know, you're talking about that being called in. Well, JB and Child both tell you, that's all every, every white people ever t- say to them is how racist I am. <laughs> but it's white people mostly, isn't it? Yep. Always. It's That's hilarious. What it's, always be. <laughs> it's like white people are experts on who's a race. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and also have... expert on how offended I should be. Yes, you should be offended. Mm-hmm. Well, you should be offended just because I'm me. That you know, it's not in race. <laughs> yeah, part of it. you're offensive human being, but yes. not someone. <laughs> exactly. You know, the only two because I, you know, growing up in the inner city, I, I, you pick up pronunciations, and the one I'll never give up is God damn. I just like that too much. Yeah. Every time I guess, oh, God damn. No, black people have a way with cuss words. That it's just, <laughs> they really it's, do. It's like Miles Davis playing trumpet, man. It just sounds so good. I the love inflection, it. everything about it. Draw, draw it out. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. The only one I do, and I have to concentrate so I don't do it, the only word left over from growing up in that neighborhood, if I don't, if I don't think about saying the word T-I-M-E, I'll still say, what time is it? Ta- yeah. I just like Tam. But I don't do it on purpose. It's just kind of in my head. Sure. I think of, what time is it? <laughs> Which sounds a little That's why I try to get rid of my Philly accent with the word uh, water. I think about it every time I say it, or else I just go water. I go, really, yeah, water. Yeah. I go really black with time, and I call it Tame. Tame. <laughs> Tame. Oh, what Tame is this? <laughs> That's Shai's real name, Tame. Tame. <laughs> She's just smiling over there, shaking her head. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we talked about this this morning. I'm glad that, that, that we talked about it briefly because I love talking about it on this show. People go out of their way to be offended. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand. Why do you want to be hurt and offended? People, Why? People comb through because now it's a way to get attention. Mm-hmm. People feel oh, bad God. for you or if you're leading a charge, people get behind you. You feel it, it gives you like a value that you might not normally have. Well, well, most people, well, I, people, if you're happy with their lives, just kind of like live their life and aren't worried about it. Like I said, I've never, ever had a complaint about my comedy, particularly. No. That was from the person who the joke was, was about. about. yeah. It's always somebody else going, like, how could you? How could you say that? Because well, it's a joke, number one. <laughs> yeah. That's how. Like, I, it's yeah. not something that's a, you know, a near and dear point to my heart. But, but I, it, it's a scary time when you're combing through. When you're combing through comedy for hatred... Like you, you couldn't get to a level well, where people you, you couldn't get to a level where people know who you are if you had genuine hatred in you. Now you can have some dark, demon, foul stuff in your life. Yeah, uh, yeah. I.e., yeah. Bill Cosby was able to pull the wool on something, but Bill Cosby would have raped any race. I think. I don't think well, he, he was. A, yeah, yeah. No, he was an equal opportunity rapist. Yeah. 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 Down there. No hatred in his heart. <laughs> he raped a Polynesian girl? Jeez. It's Marlon Brando's wife, I heard. <laughs> was oh. seeing him in handcuffs the most surreal? Uh, it's so, what? yeah, it really was. When they showed him walking down that hallway with the handcuffs, yeah. and I was like, wow, it is, the times are a-changing, man. Well, you, you were mentioning yeah. about people getting offended. It's, it's, uh, 
social media, like we said, has given people a voice, but I, it, it's just it's given people like b- the belief that their opinion matters yeah. as much as anybody else. Yeah, that's the and, real problem, and now I it's think. like it's like it's the same reason why the internet was connected to connect people. Now we're connecting people that are easily offended with other people that are easily offended, and they're just they're just mm-hmm. lynch mobbing it together and just gaining steam. And it's yeah. just that that rock going down the mountain, getting bigger and bigger. Well, it's like any cult they get together and they think well all these people think the same thing as me you know they must or even like you know mental illness you'll find people who think that you know anyone wearing a red shirt is like gang stalking them that's a thing (laughs) and they see they see other people talking about gang stalking and they're like oh well then it must be real because they think this too it's not just me and then more people see that, and that just keeps on snowballing like that. I think social media is the worst thing to happen in the history no, of mankind. Is, yeah. it's, no it's, we're not supposed it. to have this kind of information. We're supposed to be somewhat ignorant. Right. And by having that, that saying, ignorance is bliss, yeah. is the most true statement yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Because when agree. you have all this at your fingertips, you know too much. You know what's and funny? You- Patrice O'Neill used to preach that all the time. Live service habits. The same reason he said like he would tell couples on stage, which I really stand by this don't go through your girlfriend or your boyfriend or husband or wife's phone because you're gonna find something that's <laughs> gonna be yeah, exactly just something just even if it was like a, a pleasant back and forth with an old girlfriend that was just like how's life it's still yeah. gonna make them angry a little bit or oh, you're right looking for you and he goes but and before patrice passed away man i will say he got super against his own words the Federal Reserve and politics. He was just overly caring about this stuff, and it put that stress yeah. on him, man. I mean, yeah. He died of, yep. a, of a heart attack, stroke, he ultimately. Yeah, he did. And yeah. it's just to let yourself get that wound up into the politics, nothing really changes anyway. <laughs> no. It's just no. people want a reason to be. I'm worried about when Donald Trump's not in office. Like, What are these people going to do? Where do they turn it next? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be oh, good. Yeah. It's like at least yeah. now there's like a focused thing to have yeah. it on. Where does it go well, after that? Because the, the opposing group will be offended at that point. So Right, and the Republicans yeah, will be, be like, how can we have... Yeah. You know, uh, uh, my podcast, I do uh, Legion of Skanks. Right. The whole thing's built to be like uh, walking the line of good taste. But it, it's acknowledged. We said we're the most offensive podcast on earth. We're doing it. We try to find the most harsh topics and see what we can do with it. That's the idea of the show. And we have a a, – it's so funny because of who gave it to us, too. The most sweet uh, girl who's a fan of our show, and she also works in SiriusXM, gave us – a present. We had talked about the ridiculousness in the movie American History X a lot. You know, the film, right? Yep. And – that scene, is, but the song that plays to uh, you know, my eyes have seen the glory. Right. There's a version of it. It's like super racist lyrics that the big fat white supremacist guy is singing in the movie. <laughs> yes. He sings one verse of it, and we've always talked about just how ridiculous that movie is. And somebody gave us a teddy bear. It's adorable. Um, where you squeeze its belly and it plays that scene of the movie. Now, really, it's the word satire right. defined. That's what's funny about it. It's, right. it's this cute, adorable bear right. saying this most hateful things. A guy came on our podcast, some protester, and he grabbed the microphone from our guest and was like, I'll what? let you get back to your white supremacist oh meeting after God. this. But you guys, and he like, threw the microphone down, and it turned into a whole melee that was awful. Were you doing an appearance? Uh, no, it was just at our live podcast. We do it in front of an audience. Oh, you, oh so he just came what, in the what, audience what, to what, And also trouble. what he just watched is what we do when that thing gets played. You know, our Lewis will hold up. Now... Uh, this guy yells out, first of all, to go, oh, I'll you get back to your white supremacist meeting. I'm like, well, the white supremacists have really loosened up their hierarchy. <laughs> this is where a yeah. Puerto Rican guy and two Jewish guys yeah. is the guy. So I don't know. I guess they, I guess they need people. <laughs> I guess. 
But to say that, and then he throws it down. To let the bear, first of all, get you that upset, to not understand that is like it's complete satire, but also what he witnessed in the room is Lewis, who's a Puerto Rican guy who will always do the more, most racist, quote-unquote, stuff, or say the most right, stuff to like right. push the boundaries. Uh, he always squeezes it, and then the room, almost everybody looks annoyed. By the way, our fans, black, white, Asian, everything, um, our staff is multicultural. When it gets to the part where it goes, uh, we're taking back the something machine, Jew by Jew by Jew, yeah. the white man marches. Right, right. The whole room just sings it, but almost like with an eye roll of like, yeah. we have to get through the song or we can't mm. go on to the next topic. And it's just like, it's such like us all laughing at the ridiculousness of it. And still, there's, I mean, someone's wheat pasting posters around <laughs> Queens, New York, saying boycott yep. this place and everything. And Honest like, to God. And you almost go, when someone gets that wound up, you're like, what's your story, man? Mm-hmm. What do you feel in your I heart? I know. You're I don't right. have any hatred for anybody in my you're heart. Right. At, without there being a personal thing about them. Not like a culture. Well, except maybe Asians in New York. They're pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, I'm fine. <laughs> to go all the way across the country like that? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, way to go. No, it, it, it's an interesting. The, the only black person I'm mad at, and I think I love him at the same time. Is it Philip? I'm still mad at Well, <laughs> Philip. I'm mean, just a given. I've known him for 15 Philip years. Philip Michael Thomas from... No, not him. Uh, Philip Wise oh. is a black man on my, my morning show. And <laughs> Philip goes through these things. He's all... First of all, he played in the NFL for nine yeah. years. So he and I used to go running all the time. Here's the problem. I would run forward and he'd run backwards. It's like, yeah, okay, that's your He Apollo greeted you. Yeah, he Apollo greeted me. That's exactly right. Hmm. But he was a safety. He was a defensive back, so he ran backwards all the time. Yeah. Now, you're not showing off that much. But here's what I'm pissed off. I grew up Roman Catholic, right? So when I went and saw the exorcist, I was looking at him, oh, man, that's kind of, you know, ear- I didn't get scared of it or anything. It was kind of eerie. And then I heard, I can't even say the name of the album, which pisses me off, by the way, that someone is crazy. <laughs> you know yeah, that yeah, album, yeah. the Richard Pryor Richard one. Richard Pryor one, and of course Bicentennial. But I can't say the name. But ever since he did the the Exorcist bit on that album, I could watch that movie and I would start laughing just yeah. the things that he said about that little girl <laughs> yeah. and get the crowds. Out. <laughs> it's phenomenal. I, I just I don't know. I I gotta be honest with you. I don't hate anybody. I really don't. I've had people steal money from me. People stab me in the back. I'm not gonna waste my time hating it's a them. Burden. Why? Why well, you're gonna spend all your time hating? Well, it's people. it's the it, racism in in general. Just be able to hate one race when yeah. it's like these people suck because well, guess what? We all suck. Human beings. Every race <laughs> yeah. has the That's worst kind of people. Yeah. So if you're, it's ridiculous that Trump would hate Mexicans and not hate. And I have a whole bit about this and not hate Scandinavians. Scandinavians kind of suck. Your food sucks <laughs> and uh, your music is horrible. Nobody wants to listen to Bjork, <laughs> but I want to listen to Gasolina. You know what I mean? Gasolina. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the whole deal. Do you think we'll ever figure that out? To, you're no. wasting your time being angry? No, we'll never will. People want to be angry. Also, I hate I hate playing defense. Like, I hate it. And yeah. the thing where I, when they always tell you, like, I remember uh, when I got, they removed from the history of NBC my late night with Jimmy Fallon because I did a Michael Vick joke. But saying he was on my team, so I was like, look, I know he's a bad guy and did some terrible things, but when he scores for my team, like I don't care if he rips a dog apart like a werewolf and drinks the blood to stay fast no. and young. Isn't that a little over the top to get upset about? I mean, I mean, PETA people and petitions, and they came oh, down. God. They said something about my school over fictitious God. dogs that I made up. Yeah, right, right. But they want something to be angry about. Mm-hmm. You know they, what I mean? They, they look for, they look for something. Them. 
And they'll, but again, the, the networks and everybody folds. We're like, who do we listen right. to when they're complaining? The answer is yeah. everybody, apparently. It doesn't mm-hmm. take many complaints before somebody's like, That's what I hear, well, we yeah. have to react to this. I think the Roseanne thing, I keep going back to it, it's just like the scariest one of all. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it really there was is. like, I didn't see anything racist about it either. To pump the propaganda machine with her too, and they show that picture, they have a picture of her wearing a hit, like dressed like Hitler. Uh-huh. And uh, putting like Jewish stars, like cookies, right? Like uh, by an oven, right? Uh-huh. To go, on. and when I saw that, even the first time, I, it, it, it rattles me. Where I'm like, Wah. I go, why would she take that picture? I'm like, because you assume it's like, is that Halloween in the Roseanne house? Like that's right. what yeah, I, I know what you're was, talking about. It was a photo shoot for Heeb magazine, yeah, like the pop culture Jewish magazine right. that yeah. was their right. photographer, their idea. That she did, and it's like it's supposed to be an ironic, ridiculous picture, right? Mm-hmm. She is also herself Jewish. Yeah. yeah exactly. Do you know what I mean? So it's like when you see that, you're like, "What is?" And then you're like, and then when you get an explanation, you're like, and they're using that as the propaganda of like, "Look what a monster she is." Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I, but people do that. People just want to be upset. You know, uh, I thought it was interesting facts to find out, and I'm I fall in line with everybody else. It was so nice when Obama was president. That guy just knew how to talk. Even now, when he still comes out and does speeches, you're always like, ah, we're going to be fine. He's right. He told me we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And then you find out he deported far more people than I think than almost any president ever. It and it's just like, yeah. but, every, but again, it's a nation, predominantly white nation, that wants to go like, he's our black friend. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I have a I black agree. friend. Look, he's our I black agree. friend. But, um, well, every president, it's like, finally, we got a good one. And then nine years later, yeah. oh. Yeah, yeah, there he goes. Oh. But it's almost that with the the defense I was saying with the Jimmy Fallon show with the dogs, the Michael Vick right, joke I did. Right. My friend who has a, a dog charity, he does rescue dog charity that I do shows for every year. He said to me, he goes, you want me to come out? He goes, you should at least say or show the thing that you do these charities for these rescue dogs. I go, no. It won't matter. I why do I, but it's not even mattering. I'm like, why do I have to tell people? It's like, you want me to defend a joke? With, like, my real... You need mm-hmm. me to tell you after my joke, like, by the way, I hope dogs don't get murdered in dog <laughs> yeah. I think dogs are adorable, and I, I hope none of them get killed. It's just such a th- You're right. And my, my new Netflix special that came out this week, I have a joke where I acknowledge that, where I say, like, I go, that was just a joke, and it sucks that I have to say that now. But it's a joke that I make, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. after... For the purpose of saying that line, I go... Uh, that's just a joke, by the way, and you know it, we're in a world now where I have to say that, or there's going right. to be. And there, by the way, already has been letters about that joke going. How could you? Say? Oh God! <laughs> I can't Ray- believe you actually are pro werewolves killing dogs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And could, people believe that they could, actually threatened my daughter. I had to have my daughter oh, walk to the bus fun. to school for a couple of weeks because they were like, "We'll find your daughter. Maybe we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll lock her up and and Ooh. with some dogs or something again." Like, How can you think you're the good guy when you're saying things like that? Yeah. Exactly. They like they don't even register. I don't know. We'll take a break. Sense. Be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. was Big J Okerson, as well as Josh Adam Myers on the best of. Coming up next, closing out the show, we're opening up the old vault all the way back to episode number 159, the day Tom quit drinking. <laughs> 
big moment next on the best of. Jimmy, look at this. You look over, and these two handsome men are arguing. It's phenomenal. There's one handsome. There's one. (laughs) And And it's Jeff. I told the handsome guy here to go ahead and sit down, Jeff. I've been on before, you (laughs) asshole. You just said the punchline. I'm just here to sit by Andy and listen, and I'm a fan of Jamie's and Andy's. Cy is actually our most frequent guest, aside from Louis Anderson. (gasps) You are. Wow. Both of you. Thanks for tweeting about the podcast. Both of you have been on three times. You didn't tweet. You didn't Facebook. First of all, I already like your Facebook page, so in your mother's mouth. <laughs> well, jeez. You can't say that. Yeah. Why, why do I have anger issues? I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Why would anybody well, sitting, I was sitting way off. over there with his brave words. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he wasn't within striking distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is great because you were on the to- podcast, the but we weren't here. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? But, yeah, by when the Jeff magic was, of... Uh, yeah. You were oh, in Florida. That's right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were in Florida when he when he was A lot of people really loved you on the podcast. They, they said did. You we fooled back. them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they loved Alex. Such a Minnesota a lot of nice thing. Yeah, right they loved there. Alex too. What? Kendall. Alex, oh, I was like Alex yeah. Kendall. Yeah. Oh, me? No, <laughs> not you. Are you talking about me? The Jeff, other Alex. Me, Jamie. Jamie. Hi. Jamie. Hi. How are you? Hi, She's nice very to meet you. If you're on TV, people love you more, I found. TV is really oh god yes. Sai, you were right by the way. True. Jeff is a Jeff is he didn't introduce himself properly. He's a a TV personality in theory. Oh, (laughs) he's a news anchor. News anchor. I'm a I'm a teleprompter reader. Okay, he's a talking head. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's amazing. No, but you were right. She's hilarious. Oh, yeah, you know. She really is. Can I tell you something, Jamie? Sure. Uh, See, we met for the first time. (laughs) It's good in theory, also. You look like such a little bundle of cuteness right now. (laughs) Thank you. Your scarf and your little hood. Not a real minister. Protecting my vulgar. He is protecting his voice. You know what, Jeff? This isn't about you. Oh, that's right. He has to perform. He has to perform tonight. I'm a giant wuss. The point is. Jamie, we well, it was two weeks ago, Laugh Fest, right? Yes. We did a wonderful festival in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, and it was so ten comedians competing for ten thousand dollars. That part and was the not so great. moment I saw Jamie's face, I hated her so much. <laughs> I hated everyone there except Mike Winfield. I hated them all. Even people I've like Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's like That's I'm competitive. Okay. And then I saw you perform and then I saw you perform here and I was like and then we talked and you're so wonderful and nice. Uh. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We share we share Wait. an agent and we both and she's oh, the most lovely person in the world. Oh and I was talking god. to her yesterday and I was like, God so damn it, sweet. I like Jamie and it's the worst. Oh my god, that's so I funny. To hate people. Really, you hated people that weekend? You were like the nicest person. I uh, can't believe that. Off. Actually, that's a lie because I love Beth Stelling. I've known her. She's forever, so great. So I, I only hated most. Beth people. was really the one I knew. The, <laughs> Beth and James Adomian were the two that I knew. Oh, James. Did you guys have James, James on? Great. He's yeah. the funniest. Oh my god, how close are our faces right now, Andy? Get a, a nice pick. Um, I got to tell you something that James Domian did on this podcast that oh, was so fun. Oh Ventura? I'm sure it was. Well, he did me. Ventura, yes. Yeah, he he's did. Really good at but he. He said, I want to do some promos as Jesse for your podcast. Oh, oh, so he goes, 
You can listen to the podcast all you want. Of course, I won't be listening to WWWs. That was hilarious. Did you did, oh, have you seen so his? Great. Did he do? Uh, that was a great Jesse Ventura you did. By yeah, the way. Just, yeah. Tom. Yeah. Tom does voices, but don't encourage it because he'll keep doing them. <laughs> but he's very I good. Thank you, I love he's doing voices. What is your favorite uh, voice yeah. to do? I only have a couple. It's it's The Godfather. Oh. Oh really? What? Oh my god! I want to hear. Can we hear it and for did, two and seconds did, and then uh, we'll cut him off? I want to know. Here's I want. Yeah, let's hear it for two seconds at most. But then you like? Do you do any voices? I have a couple. Yes. Oh, I can't voice do voices. He does a great Johnny like Carson. Any funny things to say? Passel I can just kind Johnny of... Carson. Oh, a great Johnny. Okay, here's oh, that's what we're awesome. Do. Oh, I'll be around in a circle. circle. I'm now the host the of this podcast. Don't make it a competition. I'm not going to make it a competition, but I'm going to rate you guys. Okay. So, all right, your first Tom. Give me. I. You can. You can go with whatever you want, but tell me the character, and then just give me something short. I. Well, it's two lines. Is two lines too much? Okay, that's fine. No, do as many as you want. I'll cut you off. One of my favorite things is annoying. Miranda ever did, and I think it was in the movie One Eyed Jacks. Maybe up. I think it was One Eyed Jacks. Uh, When he he shot and killed somebody in a bar, and the sheriff shows up, and Marlon looks at the sheriff and goes, Well, he come out from behind the bar with that scatter gun. He give me no selection. <laughs> I love that it. was awesome. That's he a very no good impression. That was so good. That's a very it was good a younger Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's got less fat tongue in that Marlon yes, Brando. Less fat tongue. You can tongue. do the older one too. I bragged about your fat tongue, Chloe Kardashian today. Yeah, on the that's show. the only that's the only impression I do is Chloe. Oh but this God, isn't about me. I'm the host Please let me right hear now. that. No, no, no. <laughs> wait up. Wait up. Wait up. Wait up. Over. You cannot say Chloe Kardashian fat tongue and not illustrate that for us. We'll get we'll get to it. That's you're next. criminal. You're next, Jamie. Know. We'll get you. So I need yours. We'll come around. I'll I like. It. I'll be last. Okay. Well, I have a couple. Which give uh, me, give me, give me the choices, and I'll pick it. I have Kim Kardashian. Oh my God! Yes, fat tongue. I don't know if it's actually all right. I can try and do it. Let's do Kim. Okay, so this is Kim. Um, hold on, I'm trying to think of the line that I say. <laughs> That's you important. can move. You can go to Jeff and then come back to me because I, okay, I just you take to your time. Of, I just want it to be succinct. Well, who's the other yeah. one other than Kim Kardashian? I do you Nancy should... Grace. Yeah. Um, I do Katie Holmes. <laughs> I kind of want Katie Holmes. Um. You mean you sexually? Want Katie Holmes? And I, I want to say, hear you know what? I'm not actually attracted <laughs> yeah. to Katie Holmes. Is that weird? That no, I just I can like share Yeah, like a lot of missionary, and that's it. Yeah. Not to be, be inappropriate, not but not mandatory. Yeah. All right. Go to you, Jeff. For Jeff, your so you do a Carson. Yeah. Let me warn you: you are trying to do one of the most important people in the history of comedy. No so question. good luck. No right. question. Very good at it. Godspeed. I'll tell you, it's been really wet here <laughs> in, in Minneapolis today. The, did you notice how wet it is? How oh wet my was God. it? I, That's I very swear good. to God, I looked outside the window and I saw a fish and a bird fighting for a worm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that phenomenal? Does it meet your approval? It it's okay. a phenomenal Stupidest impression. joke of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was really good. Yeah, it was. I, Excellent. So I have my ranking system right now, but we'll get to it after Jamie's. Okay. 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 Andy? Out the line. Andy, Andy's impressions many impressions. <laughs> Andy can do a cricket. <laughs> my brother Greg. My brother Greg. Who well, can... first I have to tell a joke, then the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My 
brother Greg is the has no vocal. He can sing, but he has no like impression ability. And when he was like twelve, he figured out for a week how to do an impression of Elf. You remember from the TV show oh, Elf? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that's where great. Where are the cats at? Like that Elf, and oh, uh, and he did so it for three years. <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah, it's the worst impression so of all time. <laughs> so all right. So who are you gonna do? Okay, I'll do Kim. Okay. Um, okay. So I haven't done this in a while. Um, okay. People think I'm not a complex person, but I have many layers. Some long, some face framing. I'm having more put in in an hour, and I'm just really I've been working on it for a little too long. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was so believable. Chris Humphreys just called and said he wants to hook up for lunch. Oh, I can. I You're can, in the I'll, do I'll do an impression of him really quick. Have you seen that uh, funny Chris Humphreys commercial? No, let's yeah. not talk. No yeah. one's seen it. I'm the only no. person. Move on. What is it for? It's for ESPN. It's uh, I think it's Chris Paul, or no, it's James Harden. And one of the guys asked in James Harden's like crew asked James Harden. He's like he asked him a question that seems kind of stupid, and James is like, "Watch yourself." I'll trade you to, to uh, uh, Chris Humphreys' crew. And then it's a cutaway to Chris Humphreys, and he walks in and he goes, have you guys figured it out yet? And they're, like, working on a machine for the future. And he's like, figured what out? He goes, do it. And it just makes him look like an insane person, and he's kind of poking fun of himself. It's great. I'll be back here. Chris Humphreys' <laughs> sister a back a little. She's a model? I think Chris yeah, Humphreys' sister is a model, that, yeah. right? Did you see I that? No mm-hmm. I was like, wow. His dad's oh, really? intense, she, I can tell you that. She seems normal. Yeah, you my, uh, know, I get that, because my, he has kind of a pretty face in a weird way. Yeah, well, he's a beautiful in a weird way. But I he's, mean, he has kind I of a he feminine. Looks, he looks he's like kind a of dumb. feminine face on a masculine dead frame. behind the eyes. <laughs> I don't think he looks dumb. But he is dumb, dumb. probably, <laughs> and you he, can uh, tell by his face. But he's so rich. <laughs> His, uh, he swam. He was a, like a lot of people don't know this about Chris. He would have been an like an Olympic level swimmer had he chose swimming. He oh, owned really? state records oh, really? and like it's and he as long as the pool. Yeah, he <laughs> swam against my cousin in high school who oh, was really? a very good swimmer. Yeah, and wow. his dad was intense. Yeah, Chris's very intense. Dad. I'd like people oh. listen to this, so that's all I'm going to say. Very very okay. intense guy. My favorite NBA story right now though mm-hmm. is the Kobe Bryant going to see Lincoln <laughs> story. You know that story? No, go on. You know this story? Go ahead. I've heard you tell it before. I don't know it. They're in uh, town to play the Miami Heat, the the L.A. Lakers are, right? And they have a day off. So Kobe suggests they go see the movie Lincoln. Mm -hmm. He and his teammates. Kobe Bryant was the only person that knew that Lincoln got shot at the end of the movie. They were literally coming out the air going, man, I didn't think he was going to get shot. Oh, my goodness. But that's not a real story. That's a real story. Not true. <laughs> Wait, Lincoln Jeff, shot? It's true. Yes, the, the, the bunch of guys, uh, they weren't sure how it was going to end. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's worse than people leave. Like, I've asked a few people what they thought about Lincoln. It was mm-hmm. kind of predictable. <laughs> that historical piece? I thought for sure they weren't going to end that slavery. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I had no idea slavery would be abolished. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, what? I don't know. Well, I told you my deal with uh, the movie. Every time I saw Daniel Day Lewis there, I couldn't help but think of that Geico commercial. Did Abe Lincoln oh, yeah. ever tell a lie? <laughs> <laughs> this dress makes me look fat. I love that commercial. Then he goes, Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this is unbelievable. So how long do you let uh, Cy do before you come on as a headliner? 
She sounded like that blue heron down at Little Palm Island. (laughs) That's my other impression. I do a sick heron. (laughs) Lewis is switching us, I think. That's the rumor I've heard. It's probably the right call. You're switching up. (laughs) So ridiculous. I understand. I like like that Lewis does that. I think, and we were talking about this, Jamie, on Tuesday night, that he, you know, it's such a, a great organic comedy scene, but he... Once every eight or nine months or a year, he has somebody come in as a as a feature that's an out of town person, and I don't not to jinx you, but then usually two years from now we all go, oh holy shit, because like one of the last people was Hannibal Burris. Oh right, I think you told me, yeah, you did. Everybody tell me on Earth will know who Hannibal Burris is within moments, right. certainly if they don't already. Oh really? Oh he's, a, yeah. Uh, I mean he was a writer yeah. on what, SNL and Thirty Rock. He was, a, yeah, he was a writer for a little bit. I mean, I think he has something in development yeah. all the time. He's just, um, he's just one of those guys that he's it's like inevitable. a fierce stand-up. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. And yeah, young too. Like, yeah, not, yeah he's young, pretty young. Yeah. It all works out in the end, though. That's but the good you know thing. what's so interesting though that I heard you know Hannibal's uh, an example that I as a stand-up I think is really wonderful because I heard things like when he was in Chicago like he was there with like Pete Holmes and Kumail and all these guys who were like these really heavy hitter stand-ups yeah. and at the time I don't think he was in that group yeah but th- it's just amazing how everybody comes into their stride at different times to the point where you cannot judge someone and be like oh they're not like oh ass- it's just you cannot do that and people as a stand-up you get so frustrated because you're like i hope i'm like and your peer group passes you at times terrifying, like, and it's see- gonna happen yep. i mean there are gonna be people where you're like oh wait i've been doing this three years longer than that you know mm-hmm. it's gonna but you can't stress about it because there's literally so many examples to the contrary of people mm-hmm. who like we're doing it 10 years and now they host their own show you know it's like you just never can make that judgment call about where someone's at progress Absolutely. wise. It's so different for everyone. And, and then you know it's it's one of those things where it's not to sound hokey, but the hard work like it it'll pay off. It's like like you said, that Hannibal might not have been a part of that group, and by this time next year he might be a. And not that it's a competition in that way, but he might be a bigger name than every single one of those people yeah. you mentioned. And it's I think if Lewis always says this, if you work hard and you toe the line. The opportunity will come. Hmm. It'll just yeah. come. It just comes in. It just comes in different. It comes in waves, and you have to get good at acting, which I'm not. So. I just realized something, <laughs> by the way, that by the time tomorrow or Sunday rolls around, people are going to be so goddamn sick of you on this podcast. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. I feel like everybody in this town has a tolerance level for me, and we passed it on Tuesday afternoon. So, honest to God, he, he was on last night's podcast. He'll be on tonight's podcast. He'll be on tomorrow night. How many podcasts do you... Here's the thing. It's not that I was on them. I've just crashed two of them in the last two days. But that's that's the best kind Mike Brody's at a whole other comedy store, and... He shows up for his. Oh. Oh, <laughs> We've known each other. It makes sense. It was fabulous. He just swung by to say hi. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. Actually, he just swung by to, so they could tell each other to go screw themselves. Well, That's yeah. basically what they did. <laughs> 15 minutes of that. Yeah. You, you got Cy at 6'3", and then you got well, Mike Brody actually, at 6'5". Yeah. You know, I mean, we can yeah. post this one today because we wanted, we were going to like pretend, we were going to just like introduce you because we wanted to promote size. Yeah. Say at uh, Acme. You're gonna, you're gonna post them both. So right? we were gonna we were gonna post you on Monday. Post oh right. Both. Say anything about how you know you were because we wanted you no, to have promote them. us both. But yeah, we can. 
put this so, on well, now Saturday? that we're group promotion. What you know, we're going on tour together. We're going to start playing VFWs. Oh my god, it'd be so fun to do a tour together. Let's do a tour. Not at VFWs. Well, plus you drop, you know. Your bomb this morning, so maybe we should. Why don't I put it today. that way? You <laughs> dropped that big bomb. He does that every morning, doesn't he? He did. <laughs> Thanks you so did. much. Lives. You dropped a bomb. It was Sorry. a cool bomb. It was like one of those emoticon bombs. Yeah, emoticon. You know? Andy, it's like kind of cute. Have you guys talked about that on the podcast? What's that? The bomb you dropped? A little bit. Oh. What are you talking okay. about? Can I? Yes. Can, I can I just bring up? Oh, that Andy I, goes extensively. I'm tired of talking about it. Can I just bring up that I think it's unacceptable and you're weak-minded and. <laughs> that I I don't sup- I think you should just tough it out. Just wonderful. Tough friend. it out, says a white man I from the eighteen thirties. <laughs> repress, repress, repress. Yeah. 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 It's better for everyone. Yeah, if I had mentioned and I didn't mention his name of course, but you and I had a, a mutual friend. I met him through you who basically drank himself to death. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no reason to, to mention who it was, but uh it was really hard to watch. Yep. And then uh Oh, I, I finally realized when you said C. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize you were talking about him. I don't know who it is. That was very... No, that, oh. this was a different guy. Oh. But uh, the, the, the person that Catherine's talking about was a brilliant, brilliant writer, a very, very funny guy. He wrote a commercial once for tour, uh, Tourism Canada. And all he did was show these beautiful scenes of the Canadian Rockies and Banff and Lake Louise. It's just magnificently beautiful. And then at the very end, this really old woman pops on and goes, Canada! That was the whole commercial. It was so brilliant. Funny. It was brilliant. That sounds like a vine. He also <laughs> did a poster that they didn't use. Santa Fe Railroad, they, they wanted him to do a poster that they could put in all the train stations for the Santa Fe Railroad and then put it as a newspaper ad. Mm. So it was this ma- massive mountain, right? And the train's going along the tracks. And it's about to come, go into a tunnel in the mountain. But uh, about 20 feet over the, the train was an airplane. And the slug line was Santa Fe Railroad. When we go into a mountain, we come out the other side. <laughs> they didn't use they, it, though, did they? They did not use no. it, no. Wow. One more. One more quick one. Uh, he also wrote... Well, this was a picture again. It was a picture of an OBGYN delivering a baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the OBG, this woman's legs in the stirrups. So all you can see of her is her legs. Yeah. And her legs are in the stirrups. It was for a supermarket, right? I don't know where this is headed. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and I've oh, heard yeah. the story before. So the OBGYN's looking at this woman's <laughs> legs in the stirrups. And the, the slug line read, now that's a grand opening. Oh! <laughs> oh. Because of her huge vagina. But, <laughs> yeah. That's why it's because funny. Because it's gaming. He, but he drank himself to death at about 62. Oh, jeez. Yeah. He just died one day. Uh, He's kind just, of a dick. Well, God bless him. Hey, now. God rest his soul. He was. God rest his soul. He was a misogynistic. Your friend was a dick. Well, thanks, honey. To women, he was. He was terrible. Yeah, he was not We've good never liked him. He was I don't know who he is. Stating the facts. That's the best end to a story ever. That we hated him. You tell all these funny things. He's like, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, well, that's true. He was. He was that person. Guys like Rest in peace. Click on the Amazon banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. Buy all of your gifts through our site. It doesn't cost you a penny more to shop through our site. And a portion of the proceeds go to the Smile Network. Click shop and support the show. Shop online through the Amazon banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. A portion of the profits of the Tom Bernard podcast goes directly to my treatment. No, to the Smile Network. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> to the Smile Network. Cheap joke. The Smile. 
The Smile Network is a nonprofit organization that provides life-altering reconstructive surgeries and related health care services to impoverished children and young adults in developing countries. The Smile Network. Together we are constructing lives one bright, smiling face at a time. Jamie Lee, you are wonderful. Oh, you're so wonderful. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for having me. Three days in thrown a row. Thrown right in the shark tank. Oh, man. Right in the shark tank. You were thrown in the shark tank. It was kind of, yeah, it was awesome. It was like, yeah, I was like, Hey, well, Jamie, you want to come on the air? Yeah, I just admitted some addiction stuff. So <laughs> it's a pretty good day. <laughs> Good timing. I was like, I told her yesterday, I was like, he's got a huge following. He's a wonderful guy. You'll have a lot of fun. I would never, and like, I, you could have told me, uh, you have a million chances to explain to her what's going to happen. Oh, None of them would have been like, bombshell. No, I funny. love it. It was so fun. But let me point out that when Cy Amundsen got here, he came over and gave me a big hug. That's no, the kind of, yes, you did. You <laughs> lied to me. You, you, you are French a tremendous man. I saw it. Wow. Really weird. He hugged all of us in the hallway. I don't, you know. yeah, see, nothing unusual about that. What can he that. say? He's a hugger. Yeah. You are a hugger. <laughs> I do. There's no question about it. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. There we go. Even though everyone else is doing it, we refuse to break out the Christmas clips until Thanksgiving is well and done. Thank you very much. On this episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Mikey Winfield, Big J Okerson, Josh Adam Myers, Cy Amundsen, Jeff Passel, and Tom's former addiction to alcohol. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Everything.